Hey, I'm Thomas Helfrick, the founder of InstantlyRelevant.com. I was just recently on with the real Jason Duncan on the Root of All Success show. I really encourage you to check out the show. Just, you know, give it a try. Give it five minutes. If you last for five, go to 10 and keep going. I've really enjoyed the time on there and thank them for the, the opportunity to speak. Welcome to the Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. A podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The real Jason Duncan. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I am the real Jason Duncan. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I've got a guest on the show. His name is Thomas Helfrick. He is the AI nerd. We're going to talk about that today, but his really, his big specialty is LinkedIn. And we're going to talk a lot about LinkedIn today. And, and really the whole purpose of today's show is not only to hear a little bit of his story, but we're going to do a really deep tactical dive into how to engage with people on social media, specifically LinkedIn, but it applies everywhere. How to engage with people on social media to move them from someone who doesn't know about you to become a prospect, to become a customer. How do you take them on that journey to become a customer with you and do it in an authentic and relevant way? Thomas is known as the pioneering founder secret marketing weapon because he shows them how to engage in a relevant way on their social media platforms. He's the CEO of a company called instantlyrelevant.com. So you need to go check that out, instantlyrelevant.com that talks all about and helps people get more relevant engagement on the LinkedIn platform. And of course, it applies to all platforms, but he specifically pays attention to LinkedIn. So please help me welcome to the show today, Thomas Helfrick. Thomas, welcome to the root of all success. Jason, uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, we're going to be talking about relevance today because that's kind of your thing. We're talking about your company, instantlyrelevant.com. We're going to talk about a little bit about LinkedIn because we were talking pre-show about LinkedIn shut my account down. You've got a great, huge following on LinkedIn. So I'm honored that you're here. Part of the cool thing about doing a podcast, and I know you're, you're in this, this, uh, this field as well, is you get to sit down and have real conversations with people that you probably wouldn't ordinarily run across in day-to-day -day, uh, day -day business. So I'm really honored that we're here. I don't even remember how we got introduced, but I'm really glad that we're here doing this. Where are you in the world right now? Tell everybody where you're coming from. I usually joke and say, I'm in your basement, but I'm not. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, um, it, just a little north in the suburb up here. Oh, well, my brother and his family live in Tucker, which is north. I don't know if you know where that is. Somewhere, it is, it's, somewhere it's the that direction. Yeah. It's, it okay. is. We're well, going to call it Atlanta. We're going to call it Atlanta. Yeah, it is, it's close enough. Atlanta's big enough. But And I'm, in, I'm coming from that, the Nashville area, again, north, a little north of town, but uh, we're not. we're only about four and a half, five hours apart. But uh, so tell everybody a little bit about Instantly Relevant. Let's just kind of kick it off with just a high level view of what it is that you're doing with Instantly Relevant. And then we're going to dive into how you became so successful. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about in LinkedIn as well. 
Yeah, well, I appreciate that. First of all, once again, thanks for having me on. Uh, it, and it's, you know, it's a great podcast. I, I'm just excited to be here. So thank you. The uh, Instantly Relevant is, a, you know, we're a lead generation company, but not your typical spammy automated type of way. Um, you know, 99% of people come to us uh, to stop guessing on what to do on LinkedIn to generate inbound interest, brand awareness, um, and leads for their for their organization. So the, uh, this is... Yeah, go purely ahead. a LinkedIn. Is this purely LinkedIn play? Is that what you guys are doing? Just purely through LinkedIn? We're a full digital agency. So, you know, the, you know, when people come to us initially, though, they're coming to us because we do LinkedIn so well. And the methodologies we can get into kind of the, the stylistic and, and my approach to it, how it's different and how the company's grown. Um, it applies across multiple channels of social media, right? It's just LinkedIn is kind of where we found the best traction initially. And it's one of the places most wrought with this kind of automation and, and spam and, and some other things that really have just, it's threatening the, the network a little bit of, of kind of its credibility, but it's, there's different ways to do it that leverage uh, social media correctly and doesn't hurt your brand to do it. And you can outperform all, all these uh, automated tools. So that, that's what we do. That's where they come to us, but we have the full capabilities, right? Of, a, of an agency. So LinkedIn, uh, let's let's look at that a little bit. So LinkedIn's a is is a LinkedIn and Instagram are the two platforms that I spend most of my time on. Instagram number one, LinkedIn number two, and then YouTube would be number three, kind of in that order. Uh, I'm not on X or Twitter as it used to be called. Formerly, I'm not sure what X or Threads does anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the heck that is. That that seems to me like a just a power play because you can. And because it doesn't seem to be any business. I, I've done a few posts and I see what's on there. I'm like, oh, I don't need yet another social media channel. So anyway, you said you're on Instagram, um, and LinkedIn and, and uh -oh. YouTube. So it's very, very common kind of trio of, uh, of, you know, LinkedIn, you know, it's basically Microsoft, Google, Meta, right? And so you have, you have three platforms there to, to work through. Yeah, well, so X, Twitter, I'm not on that at all. Facebook, I have a frenemy relationship with. I'm only there because I have to be to do ads. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be on that at all. But LinkedIn, so LinkedIn has always been this professional spot. Like you could go there and you're not having to look at pictures of kids at their birthday parties and their kitty cats and dumb pictures of people out doing stupid things. That's for other platforms. But it's actually a little bit shifting that direction. I, not a lot, but a little bit shifting that direction. And I kind of mute those people. I'm like, listen, if you want to show pictures of what you did over the weekend and what you ate for dinner, go somewhere else. That's not what LinkedIn's for. But dude, what the heck is going on with the spam reach out and the salespeople? It is, it is an epidemic right now. Uh, I get these cold outreaches through LinkedIn that are just terrible like every day. Not anymore. They shut my account down last Wednesday. I don't know why <laughs> which we talked about. So we'll I don't know what they've minute. done in the last week. But uh, but what's what's up with that? What What is going on with people thinking that they can use LinkedIn as the spam machine to go out and just put put messages in people's inboxes all the time about crap that nobody wants? To yeah, it's it's a it's a good it's a uh, it's a valid point And it's one that I'm, you know, so my background, let me just set a little credential so I understand I'm not coming from this from and how I'm coming from this. So my background is, you know, born out of .com. Definitely remember myself to be a better developer than I was. But um, my background's AI and, uh, you know, intelligent automation systems. So professional consulting, like the KPMGs, Accentures, if you will, uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers of the world kind of consulting, big, big stuff. Um, as that journey kind of went along, I, I really saw this 
inefficiencies in marketing and, and lead generation is you, you know, build practices and you kind of, you know, rise up through your career, if you will. The biggest thing I saw was that marketing and all these other places are leveraging um, just old tactics to connect instead of looking at the technology they're using from how it's supposed to work to how people really want to interact. And you described it like people don't want to see on certain platforms, you, know, you smashing your face or what you have for food or whatever else it'll be. They want to see it business related. It doesn't mean that your content can't be, you know, fun and trendy. For example, LinkedIn featured our uh, post of mine uh, last week uh, on Barbie, but we tied it to marketing and the kind of cleverness they did of revamping it and the movie and the messages. And it's something you're like, oh, I don't know, but it, it, but it, the post is very relevant to business professionals. So it, it, it's okay to do some of those kind of personalized things, just got to do it right. But the spam thing, just to answer that quickly and, and to the point and we can have a discussion around it is it, LinkedIn's enabled this through an API set. And so they have all these APIs in the background that people can leverage to do mass invites and do other things. But you're, but this, but the number of companies that have come out are leveraging it in a way that's it's just ruining the platform. So I think there's going to be a contraction back. And if you're using a bunch of automation, which is against terms of service, you often get your you know blocked or shut down. But that's why it's happening is that there's just a lot of tools out there to allow you to do it at mass. Um, I'll leave the tease. That is not how we do it, and that's not how we recommend anybody to do it uh, at all. Yeah, well, I, that, that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up to, 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 to kind of pile on them for just a minute and then give you the opportunity to say, well, here's how it could be relevant. It could be actually different. And that's when, that's why I like, I like the name of your company, Instantly Relevant, because I think relevance is something that we all strive for to be and that we want to interact with things that are relevant. And so many of the reach outs that I get through LinkedIn are absolutely irrelevant to my life. And I'll give you one example that I can remember off the top of my head but it was a, a lady reaching out and it, it sounded like it was actually her talking, not just she'd pre-typed it. It actually sounded like she was engaging with me. But then as I continue to read, yeah, we're looking for women like you who, <laughs> and I said, listen, I know we're in weird times, but I'm definitely not a chick. Like I am a dude and I'm proud of it. I'm a man, right? I am a man. There's two <laughs> genders. There's male and female, and I'm not the other one. That This is where I... So, but, but, but I just deleted it. I didn't even, I'm not even going to respond because it's obviously not her. And then she kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And I finally had to say, look, I'm a dude, leave me alone. And it wasn't that she was pitching something irrelevant necessarily because it was a business thing, but her target was women and like, what the heck, man? So are these people not even like, they're obviously not paying attention. They're just setting up this, this automation and they're just sending it to everybody in their group. Yeah, that, there's a lot of that. So, so the kind of the, the core four things that I know that matter, and you're spot on with that. There's, I had one, I've, I've seen comments of stuff like, <laughs> I'll back you up. We, a couple of years ago, so we've been on OpenAI's beta platform for about three years, which is what JetGPT is based on. And the early days, we were experimenting with how we could automate commenting or posts or reactions. And one of the, one of the things it did was it would... It basically said, hey, my dad was also in the NFL and died on a plane crash as well. And I was like, what? Like, like none of us even were close to He's alive and it was an optometrist. And I'm like, okay, turn that off. And then if you see, and I see these messages come in, like you said, the person doesn't even know they're sending them. They're on a sequence that has if-thens. If you open it, reply it, it changes it. And they can be very effective, but they're, they're completely ruining your brand. So anybody listening, entrepreneur, business owner, you're ruining your brand. You're slowly drip bleeding your brand down. Uh, so if you're there for a cash grab and you don't care, keep doing it fine. But if you actually care about building a business that you want to sell or, you know, or have a cash cow or, or just have lifestyle or however you'd like to do it, 
you're doing it wrong and, and you really are. I'm, I'm saying throw that baby and the bathwater out together. Um, first of all, it's going to get you kicked off the, the platform at some point. And, but at the very least, just your personal brand has been, like you just said, that lady might have had a very good product you might have been willing to introduce the right person to. But because they hit you up so many times, you're like, I, I don't even hear you at all now. And, and there's just a different way uh, to, to do it. I'm teasing it well, again, but it, there's definitely well, different. You, you had asked, but hey, listen, you, you had asked how we connected. We connected through the exact technique of why I'm sitting here to do this. We, we go right. and comment on your post. We go and interact with you in a message. And then we bring the right people into the conversation to have a conversation. And at no time do I ever reference what we do or what the value is. We get you by optimizing my profile, making sure content, making you know, sure that the, uh, the, the people that we're connected with are the actual people that I want to meet. And I don't do any of the work really. Like the, it's all done. And then you cut, then we interact. And then next, you know, you're in a meeting with me and you have no idea really kind of how you got there. All you know is he commented on my post and I wanted to meet him. That style allows you to really build a relationship and see if there's this person could be a prospect for you or should you introduce them to somebody else or should you just listen and take it as a networking meeting? Um, well, it's a completely different style. Well, that's not only relevant, but authentic. And I think that's the, I think right. that's what's missing in so many social media outreach is people are just not they're they're just not authentic and i think that you know i now remember because because you were engaging with hey you know you could you'd comment on a post and it wouldn't be a legitimate comment in support of or comment on, on my post and you see somebody doing that often enough and then their name shows up with an ask a, an appropriate implied ask about something hey let's set up a call or something not pitching we just set up a call. I'll do that. As a matter of fact, the, mm -hmm. the, the marketing company I just recently engaged with, that's exactly how uh, Victor is this guy that he reached out to me. And that's what he did. He, he was politely interacting, not spam, not comment on every single thing I posted, but over the course of several months and then reached out and said, hey, I'm not selling anything, but I would love to talk to you if you're interested. And we got on a call and, and uh, I, you know, that took several months, but I find, I think the slow way is the better way. And I, maybe people may disagree, but um, one of the other things that, that I've got kind of a filter on my LinkedIn to kind of filter that crap out is I'm the real Jason Duncan. So in my LinkedIn profile, my name is the real Jason Duncan. So the I, real. Get all these, <laughs> I get all these people reach out, Hey, the, and you know, or Hey, the real, and I'll forgive, Hey, the real Jason. Cause that actually, maybe they were just being, they're trying to be brand centric, but when, Hey, the, and I, most of the time I delete those, but, Thomas, every once in a while, I'll just go, my name is not the, and then, and then the guy will go, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, that was my automation. I'm like, exactly. Not interested in talking. That's how you yeah. reached out to me. No. Not interested in talking. So tell, I used to use, AI, I used to use AI nerd. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Hi, Thomas, AI nerd. I'm like, hey, well, hello. hello and I called you Al. I called you Al nerd post. Cause I did. That's okay. I probably typoed it. <laughs> well, hey, my, my, my legendary. gave me my notes and it, it just said a capital A capital I, but if you use a, a sans serif font, there's no, it doesn't look like an I, it could be an L, yeah. it could be a one. So my, that's my fault. But you are the pioneering founder of Secret Marketing Weapon. So how, like, what, what does that mean? Tell everybody what that means. Yeah, that's just cheesy me being my personality coming through a title. I actually changed it on my LinkedIn to get that so people would stop soliciting me as a CEO. So if you put CEO as your title on LinkedIn, you're going to end up in a list and then you're going to get a lot more automation. So if you cleverly change that title because you're allowed to, you won't be in anyone's list and no one will automate you reach out because you won't be part of that group of current title. That's why there's a tip for everybody right there. There's a tip. Take that home, everybody do that. Yeah. 
Now, they can still get to you, but the point is that is one way of getting too much automated spam to, to just change your titles to be something that's not traditional and not found. If you're trying to find a job, don't do that. But if you're trying to just ignore uh, spam, do that. The um, I had forgotten the question. I mean, there, there it is right there. 47 no, no, years what, old. So you and, call yourself you call yourself the pioneering founder secret marketing weapon. What does that mean? Oh, well, because I don't, I'm not a marketer. I didn't come into the, I own a marketing company, but I didn't come into it from that perspective. I came in from it from an intelligent automation AI systems perspective, where my perspective specifically in point of view is you use technologies to accelerate your humans and not replace them. Uh, and in, in AI in particular, you do not turn on AI automation ever because it, it, at this point, because it's just a brand killer. And when it is appropriate to do it, you'll only be talking to other uh, computer systems. So the, the pieces that we look at are, I look at how the social media algorithms work, which your kind of limits restrictions of those platforms are, and then how do people want to interact with them? So specific to LinkedIn, our approach is, well, you can only send so many messages, only so many connections, that's not scalable, but I can do unlimited comments. I can engage with people on the platform because that's what the platform wants me to do. That's why I'm allowed to do unlimited comments that are thoughtful and provocatively. You know, we, we do a thoughtful comment, a provocative question to drive conversation in the post. That's exactly what the platform is desiring and wants. That's real engagement. Um, you know, as we chase top voice, right? So I think I, I, this company ta uh, targeted me the other day because I'm 24th of all contributors on LinkedIn for uh, uh their contribution articles, um, but we don't have a top voice yet, but they came to me to mentor me. because like, Hey, you're, you're going to be it soon. Here's the two things you need to go do. So I was like, Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> the point is it's because I'm giving, we're out there contributing to articles, we're contributing to posts, we're contributing to other people's stuff. And we don't ask for anything. Well, we may send them a connection request that re references, or I may, you know, send it something that says, Hey, you and your uh, post was great, whatever, you know, in, in reference to the post, love to do a virtual coffee. Some people come back and say, Hey, I'm not interested in buying anything. Hey, cool. Just still love the network. Other people are like, great, I, mean, I need your services. And, and, and I didn't say ever I was going to say anything. I just said, let's have a conversation. So if you can do it that way and you can slow down, like you said, a little slow, be more patient, and you're in a B2B or a higher ticket sales piece, it's the way to get a customer for life little, as opposed to selling somebody who's going to quit in 30 days or 60 days. Well, let's, if you don't mind, and I don't normally do this on the show, but, but I think that would be appropriate because I like your personality and I think, I think you've got the chops to do this. Let's help the audience a little bit. Let's talk about what it takes to engage in an appropriate, authentic, and relevant way with people that we're trying to connect with online. So we could this could be applicable to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Any of these. But we just said one of the tips that we need to do is you gave a very tactical tip is change your title to be more. Um, explicitly descriptive of who, what it is that you do, as opposed to CEO, founder, president, you know, because those are, yeah, those exactly. are titles that are going to get you spammed, right? They are, um, and, and, and I'll, I'll bubble it up. So I train people how to do this. We give away the keys of exactly what we do. Our company is an execution arm because I know it's not scalable once you get busy. That's when you bring us, I want you to do it. I want you to know what you're doing for your, to, to do this stuff because when you can't scale it, I can just take your process that we've taught you on how to do it and just go execute it for you. And so we'll, I, I'm going to leave that off because I don't want to sell the salesy, but, that, but I'm okay. And I'll explain exactly what you need to do on any profile. We'll, we'll center around LinkedIn for the purposes of just the example, but it, it'll be applicable. Um, there's core, four core things you need to do after you've kind of set a strategy of what you want to accomplish with that social media channel. Uh, if that social media channel is uh, LinkedIn, I want to generate leads so I can you know, close more business, fine. 
the four things you need to do, and we'll, and we'll dive into it, is you need to really know your ideal customer profile. And so in LinkedIn specifically, that's a, let's say a, a search or, or a sales navigator search. But you got to be specific. Um, you can't go by male. You can't go by female. You know, you, you have to get, but you should know it to that degree. You know, it's 35 to 55 year old males who are entrepreneurs running companies, you know, less than 10 years, you know, less than 10 people have 20 plus years experience, et cetera, et cetera. It's posted on LinkedIn 30 days, right? That's one of our searches. We typically uh, will take that ideal customer profile and I'll pause here for that. That is so important. Uh, and maybe you can explain to, you know, from what your experiences are building million dollar businesses, how important it is to know a very specific audience to your solution for, for having a chance to connect with them. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. Well, it's it, 100%. It's a and and there's four tenants. That's one of them. So. Well, so, and I want, I'm going to make notes and I've already written down the first, the first one and everybody who's listening to this, make sure you take these notes too. And you can go back and replay this later, but, but, but you're right, Thomas, I think knowing your ideal customer profile, here's the thing. When I first started in the personal branding arena as a coach, as a public speaker, author, podcaster, the guys that I was working with told me that, Hey, you got to know who's your avatar. I, I don't like that question, but who's your avatar? Who's your, and it wasn't until I actually figured it out that things started to change. Like I, I thought, well, it's, it's any entrepreneur. It's anybody who right. owns a business. It's anybody who blah, blah, blah. Well, now I know here's mine. 40 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had your business in the yellow pages. You remember those things? <laughs> and 30 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door to door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? Social media content. Social media content in the term in the form of like micro content, which is thirty to sixty second spots on Instagram Reels or TikTok or YouTube Shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? How, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't, I don't know what to talk about. Well, story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And, and by the way, if, you, if you're not confident in talking on video or if, or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the Zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They, they remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today and to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. And that story with two Y's. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story, that's S-T-O-R-Y-Y, for 10% off your first three months to try story out. You're going to thank me later. 
As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, uh, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. What Dub does, I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our uh, primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built, Dub is built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting, uh, anything you need around video and sales and automation, Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try Dub. Plus, you're going to get 50% off your first two months of Dub. You can't, you can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. A male entrepreneur, typically a founder, but although that that's not necessarily, but typically a founder, male entrepreneur, 30 to 50 years old, married with kids and uh, probably white, although that like I, I don't I, I'm not saying black. No, but, it, but it's, it's who's buying from you. It's not a it's, probably it's a fact. White people, it's, the guys are white yeah. and they're probably living somewhere in the eastern or southeastern part of the United States, although I've got people in different parts of the country. And uh, typically conservative in terms of the way they see the world politically. Although again, that's not what I'm advertising. Like I figured that out. That's, that's the way this has happened. And now that I know that I'm not advertising, Hey, if you're a pro Trumper, you're a white dude, talk to me. Cause that's not what I am. I mean, I don't know white dude, but I'm not a pro Trumper, but, but like, you are a white but, guy. But I'm sure I, those, are, those are the people that, those are the people that I'm attracting. And now that I know that it makes it so much easier to engage with people. And I don't exclude those who don't fit in the ideal because the ideal is simply the ideal. People outside the ideal, you can also serve, but you need to know your ideal. So 100%, I agree. You've got to know your ideal customer profile. And I'm, I'm actually saying like, even what you described, like you should be like, I need to have a mustache. They got to like hot dogs, not bratwurst. And if they drink Bud Light or what, like, I mean, you like, you should, because because when you do that, you start painting this picture and, 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 the, and however, you know, your, your customers come to you in the ideal customer profile, really know it in your head. And try to get as close as possible in the search terms allowable when you're building a list. That, that's what I'm saying to you. Don't exclude people and don't presume that white versus another color work. Don't females versus male. You can look at your whole client base and it could be, you know, 100% what I just, you just described. But it doesn't mean the other people don't need it. There's just a reason they're not buying for you. And you can either solve that or not. And, and, but the idea is just know who's buying and know why. Why they've connected with you. That's, that's the first core tenant. We call it the core four. So that's the first thing. And All you right. do need to do that first. Um, and this is, there's a presumption, your kind of signature offer, your signature solution solves their problem. 
So that's a whole different podcast idea. But let's say you have something that's viable and you want to repeat it and you want to do it through kind of social networking without ads or without um, uh, spam or automation. You, there's, a, there's a presumption you have something of value. So we'll just pause that for a second. Coming in. The second piece is um, the, it's kind of understanding that prospect's journey. So when you have that ideal customer profile and you do the next thing, which is comment on one of their posts, they immediately become a prospect. So here's the one thing you need to do if you're on any social media is thoughtfully comment in a sentence. You can use GPT-4 to help if you want. Just, just be aware that it doesn't, doesn't always produce a good answer. But you can go copy that post. You can go put it in GPT-4. You can come back and have a thoughtful comment followed by a provocative question. Actually use that term in GPT-4. Provocative question and tag the original poster. What will happen is 99.99% of the time they will at least like it which means they'll see your name. And I'll explain why that matters in a minute. The second piece is they will likely reply. And if they reply, thank you or something, that's pretty bad. But at least they reply. That gives you maybe a second in their, you're in their brain for a second. Most times their reply will be longer than the post. And it's unbelievable when this happens. Because then now then they wrote that and they thought about it, they're thinking your name, your name, your name, your name. I'm replying to this guy. Once that happens, your sales cycle just started. They just became a prospect, became interested, and now they're likely going to go check out your profile. So the second, first core tenant, know the customer, the ideal customer profile is safe search. Second, comment with that type of style, with thoughtfulness and provocativeness. The third piece is your profile must be optimized. Now I'll take a break here if you want to you know, ask a question back, but that second tenant of the commenting is the first action to get someone to be drawn into you and ask for nothing is the second tip you have to do. All right. Oh, so by the way, maybe the good. first thing is stop doing all your automation completely and do these things first because you don't want to, you know. Indeed. So you said, uh, so, uh, so number two, you got to understand the prospect's journey. In other words, what are, their, what are their problems? What are their pain points? What do they go through? And what, their journey with you. Their, their journey with you. Oh, so that when so you start journey. commenting, that starts their journey as a prospect. So, um, oh, okay. you know, so th there's, a, there's a path that they take every time. And, and, the, and the first part is you, you know who they are. They don't know you know that yet. Once you've commented, they now know who you are, and now they've become a prospect without realizing it. So there's a there's a trick there. Um, you were asking a question. I apologize. I interrupted. Well, no. So you said you you had this this journey of a thoughtful comment, right? And then a provocative. Mm -hmm. Is it question statement comment? What what did you say? Provocative question. Your, your, question. Yeah, provocative question. So it's a reflective, thoughtful comment, which is interesting that you don't typically want to, you know, you got to be careful what you agree or don't agree with a post. If you really feel passionate about it, dive in, but just be careful with it. Just, it's more, it's, it's more effective to just be reflective in the, in the thoughtful comment and then ask a provocative question of that post to the person, make them think about you, what you did. That's the and first then, step of the journey. Yeah. And then now as they move into prospect phase, um, they're not just a contact out there in the ether. They're now moving into prospect phase Number three, you said your profile must be uh, optimized, right? Yeah. So what does that mean? And the reason for that is when, so, so there's obviously this, this is their, this is their journey, but not the order you'd be getting things ready. Just to be clear, their journey is you've commented, they're going to come now. They're going to, first thing they're going to see is the first seven words of your LinkedIn profile headline. I think mine says right now, let's get serious. Are, are you serious about LinkedIn lead generation? We change it monthly. I'll explain why you do that, but. When they see that, that's the that's the first question your your profile has to answer. Your profile has to answer three main questions. The first one is why should I click your profile, your link? So you make the comment. They read that little headline. That's the first thing they look at and say, okay, it's clear what you do for me, 
and why I should click that. That's the first question you have to answer is why should I click it? For, you know, serious about LinkedIn lead generation? Let's talk. That's what mine says. So you click it. All right, I'm actually serious about that. When they land, the profile needs to be optimized to answer the second question. As soon as you land, the big banner image explains what it is you do for me. I don't care what your company name is. I don't care what your title is. I don't care how many books you've written. I don't care what address to go through. Just tell me what you do for me as soon as you land. The third thing is it has to answer the question of why I should take your call to action. And, and so when you get through your headline, there's some other words that factors into it. But then there's usually a link or a button that, that goes out to something. It's your call to action. It might be a lot of people just put their website address. That would tell me where to go. It doesn't tell me why to go there. So mine, I think, says something like best meeting of your week. I mean, who, does, who doesn't pick that, Jason? Really? Or should I call you the real for the rest of the day so I can be like, I can be the automated guy? Hey, the real. Listen. Um, but that's the reason why. So when you can answer those three questions, why should I click on your profile? What it is you do for me? And you can say, why should I take your call to action? And it, when you have that nailed, that is your profile optimized. You can have the other stuff about sections and some other things. You need a good headshot, all this basic stuff. Instead of putting he, him, or he, she, you know, or whatever you want to put there, you can change that to be customized. Mine says CEO of Instantly Relevant. So you, I identify as the CEO of instantlyrelevant.com. So you can met, you, like play with it. Um, but that's the, sec, that's the third part of the journey. They've now checked out your profile. So the fourth leg and the fourth core tenant is going to be content. So they take your call to action. That's where your marketing CRM takes over. So you get a Zoom meeting, whatever happens, they download something, they take your call to action on LinkedIn, your CRM should take over from the marketing, you should be, they should be part of that chain now, that's part of the sales funnel. If they don't take it, you go back in and you message them. If they, you know, if they don't connect with you, go back in and message them and, and just maybe comment on another post. Keep them in this engagement cycle until they checked you out. If they don't accept your you know, connection request, let it be, just go comment. You're, you're just dealing with somebody who's not ready to buy or doesn't, you know, it, but just keep engaging. Be thoughtful with it. Don't ask for anything. Now, the fourth tenant I told you about was, or the fourth leg is the, the content. It has to be in a what's in it for me format. And when someone connects with you and you're now a new connection, you've seen this, say, hey, your new connection shared a post. Check it out. This happens. The, the, the algorithm automatically feeds it back into that prospect. It's super important that you create content that's not all, I don't recommend doing it all the time. I tell most people two to three times a week is more than enough. The engagement, what you're giving them matters way more than your content and your content needs to be, have some trendiness to it. So the example I, I think I showed was the, the Barbie thing that was focused, that was uh, featured on LinkedIn. It's trending. People are talking about it, tie it to business. We don't sell anything in that. We just explain some ideas on lead generation or how marketing strategy worked really beautifully in that movie and how they did it. We do these, we do these kind of things all the time, right? You need to do those kind of things all the time. Things that are effective, trendy, eye-catching, have relevance to what you sell. So those are the hashtags in your profile and some other things. And don't do it for views or vanity metrics. We don't get very good engagement on our uh, post. 20, 30 likes. I have over 30 some thousand connects. But we get an incredible amount of inbound leads because it is absolutely targeted to the people we're, we're commenting on posts. Well, and, I mean, it's hyper-targeted. It's like, I don't even care how many it is. I know they see it. We can see it and then they connect with us. It's, so just be targeted and quality over quantity. So if you put those four things together and I can repeat them if you want, th that is the, that is just the process very simply laid out. Well, I, I wrote them down. I want to make a comment too about this before we recap and then kind of fi finish up the show. But one of the things you mentioned was we don't chase vanity metrics. And mm. um, so I spend most of my time on, on Instagram, second most of my time on LinkedIn. Of course, as of the recording of this show, my LinkedIn account has been suspended 
for reasons I do not understand because I don't do the automations and things that will get me shut down. But it is confusing. But, but one of the things that, that people chase is they chase how many views, how many likes did I get? Um, so I get, I get people on Instagram specifically reaching out to me all the time through DMs that says, Hey, love your content. And of course I know I'm about to get punched in the face, but your, your, your reels don't have very many uh, views or you're not getting very many. And, and most of the time I delete, delete, delete. I just don't even pay attention, but, but every once in a while I'm feeling a little bit punchy and I'll say, you know what? I make hundreds of thousands of dollars through my social media content. So if it had five likes or it had 5,000, doesn't matter to me. It's accomplishing the thing that I want it to accomplish. That's so right. I think what you said there at the end on content is really a good point for all of the people listening to this is that just produce good content, be authentic, be relevant. Don't worry about the vanity metrics because you're going to get the lead that you need. You don't need 15,000 views That's to right. get the lead that you need. Absolutely. So if you're buying views or likes, your account's screwed stop. You can get out of it, but quit doing it and get out of that cycle immediately. If you're using GPT or BARD or any other large language models to create your content, totally fine. You better personalize it though, because remember Microsoft put 10 billion into OpenAI. Microsoft owns LinkedIn. They can tell if it's an AI generated article, it's going to get downgraded into the algorithm. So just know that if you're not being authentic, you're not being creative, you're not sharing an actual point of view that isn't, you know, meh or so what, it hasn't, it, it's, you're, you're, you're wasting your time. Just don't even do it then. At that point, just comment on people's stuff. If you can't come up with your own things, if you can't come up with your own imagery with it, see, you know, outsource it. Like the, there's companies out there that do that well, they can help. Yeah. But you got, you got to be, it's got to be your thoughts. It's got to be originality. You can use GPT and all those things to help create the content based on your own input into it, own examples, do that. And so that's super important, especially moving forward. You know, you know, if you Google AI nerd, you'll see a few things about me. I'm not coming off of nowhere from this. Like you're going to see a massive change of these algorithms every six months to battle spam, to battle AI content. So, so the platforms aren't just talking, you know, people on the platform aren't just talking to other computers. So, but those core four things, if you, I'll recap it, right. You got to make sure that you have, you know, the ideal customer profile. So no matter how well you think you can, you know, it in your head, Remember the example, they like tacos on Tuesday, they have mustaches and shoot 22 caliber guns on the weekend. I don't know, like it, like get narrow with it and get then your search is narrow around it. Second, remember the profile, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the, the prospect's journey. They're first going to see your profile. So make sure it's optimized before you start doing this. The profile, you know, is going to check you out because of that comment you made. And when they check out your profile, make sure it answers the three questions. Once again, why should, in this order, why should I click on your profile? image and link. What is it you do for me? And why should I take that call to action link? And if you don't even have those call to action links or you don't have an image, you, then let, let's talk because you, <laughs> you're way behind. Um, then finally, create content that's in what's in it for me. Uh, and, and, and this is all across all social media. Stop selling. We, we, we. Only a very small percentage of the population in the world likes to get weed on. I thank you. And um, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. That's a different podcast that you have, I believe. Yeah, no, not mine. Not mine. Well, you just Thomas, pissed that one away, did you? Didn't you? <laughs> I see what you did there. So let's do this, man. Let's go through uh, our four questions that are normally kind of the main part of the show. But we'll do this more of a speed fashion here at the end because I want to hear your thoughts. What, first of all, Thomas, would you say is your one key 
to success? I know there's a lot, but if you had to think this is the one thing that made me be successful, what is it? The ability to pivot. It's to, to, to understand when you need to move, it, 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 the shift, to, to, to go along with what's going on in a lot of uh, you know, contextual points of, of interest and situation awareness. It's knowing when to pivot. And that can All be right. from professional career to business, but knowing when to pivot. All right. How do you define the term success personally? How do you define it? Man, that's like a whole show. Uh, it is beyond wealth. It has to do with the balance between uh, financial reward, uh, you know, family life, friends, and your availability to have time because it's the, it's the one valuable asset that is running out for all of us, right? So it's, it's how you capture time, what you get to do with it. And I love it. I love that you started that with the word balance. That's a very big word in my, my uh, atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I talk about success and balance all the time. So based on your definition of success, what you said is balance between finances, family, friends, and time. Do you consider yourself to be a successful person? Not yet. No. Really? I, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, three years into launching a company. A lot of time goes to, a lot of time goes to the work. Uh, the remainder goes to like kids, not enough goes towards probably wife and friends and, 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 uh, nor enough goes towards free time to have fun. So, uh, as you pivot and grow, the truth is, you know, and, and I wrote a book this year, right? Called never been promoted because it's about that journey of life and intersection. There's a lot that's going towards having the opportunity to live a little freer in the next few years. Um, and so the, I go back to the original about being pivoting, pivoting to, be more repeatable, more focused, more, you know, targeted, uh, will, will lead to that success. Uh, but I'm on the path. Well, I love that you're, uh, aware, self-aware enough to know that you're on that path and you're moving towards it. So let me ask you this, the, at, at the, at the end of this show, if you had to give everybody listening one piece of advice, like this is one thing that everybody needs to do to be better, more successful, whatever they want to, as an entrepreneur, what is your one piece of advice as an entrepreneur perspective stop talking about shit and get it done <laughs> uh, and get it done i was uh we i was working with a client yesterday and that statement a version of that statement came up in the meeting we all just laughed and we're like yeah we need to put that on the walls and we're just get shit done you know, just, I mean, because you'll, you'll learn from it. You'll learn how to pivot from it. You'll define if it helped your path to success. You know, it'll help you if you've taken a step towards what your original goal was. But if you don't do anything, you sit there and just tread water and drown eventually. So, so get it done. Start moving forward, no matter well, what it is. Well, Thomas, thank you for being on the show today, man. So I want to encourage everybody to go to instantlyrelevant.com, instantlyrelevant.com. And if your account on LinkedIn is still active, unlike mine, go, go find Thomas at Thomas Helfrick. That's H-E-L-F-R-I-C-H, H-E-L-F-R-I-C-H, Thomas Helfrick. Go look him up on Instagram or, or on LinkedIn, rather. Tell him that you heard about him on The Root of All Success with me, the real Jason Duncan. Don't just use the, but you heard him here on the show. Connect with him. Let him help you show you how to be more instantly relevant on your social media platforms to attract more clients, more customers, and ultimately more money so that you can make more impact in the world. So, Thomas, uh, I'll give you the last word before we sign off today. Anything you want to say, it's all yours, Thomas. You get the last word today. Well, 
Thank you. And, and, and if you've made it this point in the podcast, uh, I, I don't do this often, but I, but this is real what I'm about to say. A pause for suspense. So the, uh, it's real. I will give you my personal phone number. Don't call, text me. I don't pick up the numbers. I know if you, if you text me, this is, this is the phone I'm holding right here. Looking at you, Android only baby. Okay. 314-954-6900. That's 314-954-6900. That is actually my phone number. If you leave me a message, say, I listened to your podcast. I made it to the end and tell me which podcast it was. So I have an idea. I will make sure I get one-on-one -on -one time with you directly to just kind of, let's just have a meeting of what's, what's on your mind kind of thing, you know, around, try to keep it around business if you can. But the point is you can actually text me 314-954-6900. Mention uh, the, the podcast name and I'll, I'll actually find time directly with me to help. Thomas, thanks for being on the show, man. Congratulations on all your success. And I wish you the best as you continue to be instantly relevant. Thank you. There you have it. Another successful entrepreneur early in his journey of entrepreneurship who has enough self-awareness to know that he is not yet successful according to his definition. But I loved his definition, and I think you would agree with it. It's a good balance between time, money, and finance, uh, family and friends. So time, money, and family and friends. So you got family and friends that you want to spend time with. you got the time that you want to make sure that you're in control of, and you got money. And so that is a great definition of what success truly is. He also talked about the importance of being able to pivot so that is a very, very good trait that we as entrepreneurs need to have. I want you to go reach out to Thomas, ask him for some help on your LinkedIn. How can you be more relevant? How can you be more authentic and make connections with people? But thank you for listening and tuning into the show. Text Thomas at that number he gave. His number was, uh, let's see, I wrote it down, 314-954-6900. So make sure you text him, reach out to him, and he'll offer that one-on-one -on -one time, just like he said. And here are a recap of the four things we talked about on the show. Number one, you got to know your customer profile. Number two, you got to understand the customer's journey, how they move from not knowing about you to becoming a customer. Number three, your profile on LinkedIn has got to be optimized. And number four, your content needs to be about what's in it for me. People need to have value, not just stuff that you're throwing at the wall. Thank you again to Thomas for being a guest on the show. I want to remind you to pick up a copy of Exit Without Exiting. This is my international best-selling book that teaches you how to get out of the weeds of daily operations. So if you're thinking about exiting your company, thinking about selling it, what if I told you there's a way to keep the ownership of the company, keep the financial profits, keep the tax advantages, but not keep running 80-hour weeks? What if you could do it in as little as 10 hours a week and still maintain total control, total ownership, and total benefit of owning the company without losing any of the profits? That's what Exit Without Exiting this book teaches. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash book and pick up your copy today. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in again next time when I talk to yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am The Real Jason Duncan, and as always, Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? 
take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.